All right, well, welcome to our first ever video podcast. Look at us. We're like stepping it up. Yeah. We're stepping it up. We're, <laughs> welcome to the Encouraging Pastors video podcast now. I'm Paul Stoller. I'm here with Shane Kendricks, and uh, we just want to encourage pastors, ministers. We're going to look at different topics. That's what we've been doing. If you've been following along, we're doing different topics, and we just want to encourage you. Um, not that pastoring is you know the worst thing on earth. It's awesome. It's a blessing. It brings joy. Um, but there are difficulties just like in everything, and so we just want to encourage you. Whether you're on that mountaintop or maybe you're you know not as much on that mountaintop, <laughs> Wherever you find yourself in ministry, we just want to encourage you along the way. That's what we feel God has gifted us. Um, and so we just we just want to help and be there for you. That's right. right, Shane? That's right. That's exactly right, man. That's exactly right. Because we don't know all the answers, but some of the stuff that we talk about, brother, we have been there. So yeah. we've been there. And that's one of the topics uh, we want to talk about. We, we talked about criticism not too long ago and uh, it may sound a little bit, but like today's topic may sound a little bit like that, but it's going to be different. And what we want to talk about is church hurt. And so mm-hmm. not just criticism, like, you know, someone says some, like we talked, we talked about the rude thing, you know, people said, you know, like for what the sermon, I, for what I heard, I stayed awake for, it was a good sermon, you know, yeah. like, not like, exactly. we're not talking about comments like that. We're talking about maybe some meetings that you've had. And maybe with leadership of the church, maybe people in the church, and you have been hurt. Yeah. Um, and it's not just words. You know, I, I, I've i been in situations, just to be honest with you, where, you know, salary has been decreased. Um, and I don't know if that was – sometimes that wasn't even malicious. But anyway, there's things like that that happen. There's – you know, they may – people may take away your insurance or lower – you know, like there's all sorts of things. So it's not just necessarily like words that cut – there's things that happen. Um, maybe something yeah. that happened at church and then you're blamed for it. And then you have a meeting and you're just, you know, torn to shreds and, and you feel like just hurt because you didn't do anything. You're just trying to do your best. You're just trying to do your best to serve the Lord. And then you just, you get hurt. And so that's kind of what we want to talk about. What do you, what do you think about that, Shane? What do you, what do yeah. you think? As we yeah. I, I think, hurt? yeah, I think, I think one of the things, man, that like you just said, you know, I mean, I've been in those financial meetings, you know, where they're sitting there, talking about a few things and my stomach is just in knots because it hurts to see that, you know, giving is down or, you know, people are, you know, upset about this and they're withholding things and, and, you know, and it's like, you know, what do you do? Um, you know, I've never been on that. I know we've talked about this before, but I've never been on that receiving end where, you know, Hey, we don't have enough money to pay you. So we've got to cut, cut your salary. I remember, you know, one of the churches that I pastored, um, you know, they didn't have a whole lot of money. And so they were holding checks. And so they, they kept saying, Hey, we're holding the checks to make sure we've got money to cover. Right. Um, you know, and so that hurts when, you know, cause you sit there and go, am I doing what, what I really need to be doing? You know, how do I get the people to give, you know, and it hurts and sure. it's, it's not just words. Um, sometimes it's, it's other things. So, sure. Yeah. And you and I, in our in our roles, in our full-time job, you know, we we work with pastors and we hear, like, not only have you and I been through this, obviously, as pastors, but we hear it from guys. Like, mm-hmm. we, I mean, I, I, I talk to guys and, you know, 
with me, I go into like big brother mode. I'm like, you mean to come down? You mean to come sit in a meeting with you? Know, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we can't uh, always do that. But I, you know, my instinct is, you know, to help protect. And, and I hate to see guys go through her, but we hear about it, you know, not regularly, but we hear about it. Yep. And so maybe just take this time to kind of say, what can we do to encourage someone that may have either been through it, still going through it? Um, you know, what they can, what can they do? So why don't you start us off? What, what do you think maybe are some suggestions for some, like, I mean, again, we're talking like, you know, like a deacon's meeting where you get, you know, you get reamed for something and you leave like, like, honestly, in all honesty, I know we're all men here, but like, you're like, you want to cry. You want to, you know, maybe you're angry, whatever yeah. those emotions are. It's not just criticism where you kind of like laugh it off and you're like, okay, you know, that person's crazy. But yeah. like, like yeah. where maybe even your friends who you thought were your friends, you know, like, you know, you got deacons who you thought were your, you know, your good buddies even. And then now you feel like you're stabbed in the back. And mm -hmm. how, do, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you keep, like, how do you show up Sunday after Sunday? Like you have one of those meetings Friday, Saturday, and then you've got to preach Sunday and you got to mm -hmm. stand in the pulpit Sunday and you've got to go and you've got to put on your game face and not, not that we're fake, but I mean, you got to go in and, you know, you can't shake hands. Like, how you doing pastor? You're like, well, actually that, you know, dude over there hurt me in the meeting and, you know, uh, like you can't, uh, you can't do that. And so we're not lying, uh, but you're just, you know, you just can't. So how do we, how do you deal with that? How do you, how, you know, how can we encourage people? What do you think? Yeah, I think one of the things for me is, is I have been, in, you know, what you just said, like I have wanted to stand back there and shake hands and be like, well, you know, I would be a lot better if that dude right there hadn't <laughs> said what he said. But right. I think for me, I think a couple things, I think one, that God is faithful. And sure. e even in First Thessalonians, I think it's five, chapter five, verse 25 says, for he who called you is faithful. Um, and so I think the good thing is, is God's faithful. He's going to continue to be faithful because he cannot be anything else. Um, so we've got to stay faithful um, and, 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 you know, and understand that we've got to focus on the good things that God is doing in the midst of the church. When we right. hear negative things, you know, you may get, you may not hear it um, from somebody, you know, face to face, you may get an email from somebody that, you know, and I've got letters on my desk that, you know, th this person or that person. But I think even as, you know, you, you've always got to say, you know what, hey, you know, don't get tired of doing good, that you're going to see God do something great um, because he's already doing move movements in the church. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I think just one, you got to stay faithful um, and look at the good things that God is doing in the midst of the church, even when people are, you know, trying to hurt you. Sure. Because I mean, for me personally too, we've talked about this, but you know, I'm a recovering, I say a recovering people pleaser. Yeah. And, and so like when that one person is mad, like there may be 99 that are happy with you, love you, will do anything for, you know, serve or help, you know, responding to the vision you're casting. But then that one person has that meeting with you, and, and, you know, doesn't like you, it's like, I, you know, you want to focus on that. Your brain wants to, but you gotta, you've got to somehow switch it off and really focus on the good things and look around. And, and I think, you know, even that's where that prayer comes in too, is just, yeah. you know, keep praying out, ask, ask God, ask the Holy spirit to show you if you're, you know, if, if, if Satan's attacking so much, you know, ask, ask the Holy spirit to speak and say, where, where are, where are those good things? Cause I think he'll show you. Yeah. He is at work and yeah. he's doing a so, great work. 
So that's a good word that you said that, man, you know, where is he? You know, I think it was Henry Blackaby said, find out where God is and join God where, he, where he's working. But, uh, man, I've been studying, you know, the the wise men. I, I'm, I'm getting ready to preach through, you know, Christmas is coming. And so Sunday I'm going to preach on the wise men about how they truly worship the Lord and how we should seek the Lord. But one of the things that they said in chapter two of Matthew, uh, I think it's verse two, they said, where is he? Where is the Christ, the, the the Son of the Living God? Where is He? And I think that's that's what we've got to do. We've got to find out where is God moving, where is God working, what is He doing, and because I think the other side of that um, is God is working, and I think a lot of those people will say negative things. I think it's a twofold thing. I think one, they're they're shallow in their faith, that's right. um, and and they're not. They're probably not spending enough time with the Lord to say um, things, you know, to, to see what God's doing. And I think on the other side of that is we're creature of habits. I don't know about you, man, but, you know, sometimes change is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know with my four kids, man, a couple of them, man, change is hard. Um, and so when you start getting in, into things that people are not comfortable changing, that's where some of that comes, you know, come, those words or those emails or those letters come from because people don't like change. And but God is moving. And you've got to understand, too, that we've got to begin to pray for those people because they're they're a little shallow in their faith, I think. That's a, that's a good point is not not only just praying for the Holy Spirit to point to the good things, but praying for those people who may have attacked you or said those harsh things or hurt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Praying for them. That's tough. I mean, Jesus said it, though. I mean, <laughs> pray for those who persecute you. Uh, pray for your enemies. And so, like, we've got to be praying for them. And that's tough sometimes. But I'll tell you something a, a family member told me. Now, this is non-spiritual. When I was going through some t- church hurt, uh, one of the things he told me is, like, you walk up to him Sunday, you shake their hand, and you look yeah. them in the eye. You know? Yeah, and I was like, that was tough for me. And I was like, okay. And so I did that. I, like it's, mm. so it, it, it also shows a little bit of, you know, you're not going to be intimidated. You're, you're working for the Lord. Hey, we're not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. Pastors aren't perfect. Ministers aren't perfect, right. but we're just doing our best to do what the Lord has called us to do and being mm-hmm. obedient. And so like, so just, we're, we got to stand on that. We got to stand on that. We're obeying the Lord. I mean, Jesus was attacked, the, the apostles, the disciples, you know, they all went up against hurt, you know? And mm-hmm. so, and so we got to remember, Hey, you are doing good. Um, we're not perfect, but we're doing good. But man, walk up to those guys, <laughs> shake their hand, look them in the eye. I, I'll tell you the story. This one time, this guy was in a meeting. I don't know if I shared this before, but this guy was in a meeting with me and just, and just ream me, man. Like I, it's another uh, long story, but I was deacon after meeting after deacon meeting. Anyway, this dude just, just was reaming me all the time. And so, uh, I got that advice. And so I looked for him after the service and I went up to him and I, and I saw him and I started making a beeline for him to go shake his hand and look him in the eye. Yeah. And he like went out the back of the church and left. <laughs> and I was like, that's right. So yeah. for me, that run, gave, buddy, run. right. Yeah. So that yeah. kind of gave me though, a little bit of, I don't know, like encouragement, you know, that God was like, see, you know, it, you're going to be okay. And you know, you're the man here and you got to, Stand strong, stand firm in what I've called you to do. Again, not that we're perfect, but, you know, stand strong on that obedience and that calling and that vision that he's given you in direction. And um, that, you know, you're the shepherd of that church. 
Yeah, not and them. I think you know we're I, called I, to do that as pastors. And, exactly, and I think that speaks volume on the other side of that because I have been on the opposite side where the flesh has come out in me, and and saying instead of walking up to them and acting like Christ or loving on them like Christ and maybe trying to shake their hand and do all that, where I have I have ignored people. Um, on the other side of that, where, you know, like I would look at that and go, you have offended me. I'm not going to be close to you. Um, and so I, I think God, I think at the end of the day, Christ was disappointed with me and I had to repent of that. So don't, don't let that be, do what you just said. Hey, walk up to them, you know, and love on them and show Christ. Don't do what I did, man. And just ignore them. And, and because I think at the end of the day, those people would know I got to him and, you know, all I got to do is just go back and shoo him out again, and That's he's going to run from me. Yeah, stand, right. stand faithful, stand faithful. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're on the Lord's side, and I think a lot of times, you know, if if you're doing what the Lord has called you to do, and you're being obedient, you know that, you know, you're doing the right thing. So there's yeah. always going to be people. You know, I preached through Nehemiah not too long ago. You know, there's always going to be those people trying to pull you down from doing what God wants you to do. Period. Um, and so we do have to stand strong, but that's tough. Sometimes that's tough when you're the only one, you know, I think sometimes I, I, maybe it's just me too outside of my family. I mean, uh, my wife, Michelle, she was always on my side, you know, my parents and, and, uh, and, and close friends, but you know, sometimes in the church, you may not feel like no, no, no one's there protecting. No one's on your side. No one stands up for you. Um, you know, I had, I had letters sent out, you know, from the church one time and a- asking for complaints about me and no one sent me. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, oh yeah. no. While that, we were gone that. on vacation. And so, oh, yeah. And so, brutal. I mean, yeah, those, I didn't know. A guy calls me, he's like, what's this letter about? I'm like, what letter? Um, and so you feel like, like, that makes you feel like no one's on, like, no one sent anything in, praise the Lord. But I'm saying, like, it makes you feel like, is anybody on my side? Is anybody want to do, like, why are we doing this? Why are we, why am I here? Why are we going through this? But you're here for a reason. God has called you here. Mm-hmm. You're the shepherd. You're the leader. You've got the vision. And not everybody's going to be on board of that. Not everybody, like you're saying, they're not spiritual. They don't want to grow. They don't want to see growth. They don't want to see people reach uh, people for Jesus, you know? And so we just, you just got to keep pressing on. So like we talked about before, sometimes though, you know, those things are a symbol of what God's doing, that you are on the right track. Um, yeah. So yeah. one, remember heard, that, but stand, stand strong and, and, yeah. and, and know that it's what God's called you to do. Right. And I mean, he's called you there for a purpose and you know what I mean? I've even been there, you know, after I heard, you know, some negative talk or some people are trying to hurt me or, you know, cut me up, you know, and, and, you know, like I was telling you, you know, before the podcast, you know, I had a, I had a lady one time come up to me at a funeral meal. She was there helping and all this. And she was like, you know, I just want to let you know that you're fat. <laughs> you know, and I wanted, I wanted to respond back, you know, and like, you know, lash out. But then I thought to myself, like, I looked at her and said, tell me something I don't know. You know, <laughs> like, like I look at myself every day. I know I'm fat. Um, mm. And believe it or not, I'm still fat and I'm happy. Um, uh, you know, I know, you know how to I, eat, you know. Exactly. I don't care that I'm fat. Like my clothes fit, buddy. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that really, you know, anybody else would have probably taken that, you know, and and been like, you know, I looked at it and go, like, what? what's it to her, you know? But again, unsaved, you know, not spiritual, uh, thinking in the flesh, you know, just come back with what Jesus is trying to say, because I think God's trying to do something through you. So Satan's going to use those people that are not very spiritual to, to try to destroy that. 
And you sure. just gotta you just gotta think about that. So and, and I and I I agree. I agree with you. And I would add this too is and we've added this before and we we'll say it I'm sure tons of times, but uh just reach out to guys for help stuff. One of the things even my dad did when I was going through a tough time, which he knew about and he was always there to support me, but is he like even contacted guys for me is like, Hey, can you call Paul? Can you encourage him? Can you do this? And th- and that's, that's something that we do. Like, we, you know, you and I, we check on guys when we know they're going through stuff. I've texted guys, um, you know, the, last week I was like, Hey man, just checking on you, how things going. Cause I knew it was a tough time. And so, or they, you know, have been through uh, some really rough times. And so, you know, we, we do that. We check on guys, but maybe, maybe you just need to reach out and just say, Hey, can we have coffee? Can we have lunch? Um, I just tell people I need some encouragement. I know it's it's tough to be vulnerable and we, you know, we want to be a manly man and think that we don't need help. But I, I would say this, man, just reach out and say, look, can we have coffee? I just need some encouragement. Give them a little yeah. bit of heads up even and let them come with stuff. The Holy Spirit, I believe, gives us like I don't use I think maybe I said this before, too, but I I, I learned early on in pastor and in, in pastoring is that cliches don't encourage anybody. And, you know, like you don't just go walk in and sit down and go, hey, Tom heals all wounds. You're like, that, <laughs> that is meaningless. You know, yep, now, what yep. we want to do is use, use scripture. So what I'm saying is if you give guys a little bit of heads up, say, man, I'm struggling with this, going through this. I had this meeting. Let them come at you with some scripture that gives them, give them even some time to encourage you. Um, in fact, I, I sat down with some guys for lunch the other day and gave me some scripture just to encourage me. Uh, not a hard time, but just in general, like, hey, you know, keep fighting the fight, keep going. I love what you're doing. And here's some verses to encourage you, dude. And it encouraged my heart yeah. um, from scripture. And so even just give, maybe give guys a heads up, say, look, can we do some lunch? I've had a tough meeting. Um, and let them pray about even just to come with you with some, some scriptures, some encouragement, um, that they can give you. But, uh, I would say, you know, as you go through church or don't shut the door on people, on your buddies, on friends, on, you know, um, but open that door, um, yeah. for, for some help and some meetings and, and, and be a little vulnerable. I don't think you have to tell everybody everything. I'm pretty open, dude. You know, like even if my preaching, I'll, I'll tell people, you know, um, how it is and, and the shows I watch on TV and I'm like, I'm a heathen. And so, um, <laughs> and like, I watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay shows. And so, uh, we, we, you know, we tell people, but, but you may have to be a little bit vulnerable with people and tell yeah. them, but, but here's what you'll find. I think is a lot of times, a lot of guys have been through that, um, and, and know a little bit about maybe not everything, but know a little bit about what you're feeling, what you're going through, what your family's going through and can encourage you. Yeah. And I think, you know, you go back, you know, I read Galatians uh, 6, 9 while ago and 10, but uh, are quoted it. But you think if, even in Paul was writing in Galatian to the church there in chapter 6, verse 2, and he said, hey, carry one another's burdens in this way. You will fulfill the law of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if anybody understands or what, well, let me put it this way. If there's anyone that should understand what a pastor goes through, it's another pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, there are some things where like I've heard stuff prior to working for the SBTC and I'm like, man, I'm glad I don't go to that church, man. And now it's like, I hear more and more and I'm like, man, you know, yeah, we, we all get hurt. And so let's, let's carry one another's burdens. Let's pray for them, encourage them, you know, so reach out to somebody, reach out to me, reach out to you, Paul. I mean, somebody and just say, Hey, man, let's do coffee. Let's, let's do this. And, and, and be there, man, just to love on people. Cause we need that as pastors. Agreed. Pray for yeah. each other. Pray for those guys around you. Pray for those guys in your association. You know, if you know some guys, going, you're at a meeting and you hear about them going through some things, then take the initiative and holler at them. You may be 
you know, not going through some, you know, you're on the mountaintop and that praise the Lord for that. But maybe Amen. there's some guys around you in your association close to you that are, that are struggling, you know, grab them up and say, Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go to coffee. Let's, let's go to lunch and, uh, and take the time to encourage those guys as well. Yep. Yep. I agree with that, man. Like just sit down and, you know, know that, um, I'm not in competition with anybody else, right. but, but we are, we are trying to focus on the kingdom and be there to say, Hey, how can we help each other? Because it, I mean, it so. stinks. Church hurt is real. It stinks. We've been through it. I've preached on it too. And I've told them I've been hurt by churches. Yep. You know, I think sometimes, mm-hmm. I think churches sometimes don't think pastors are hurt. They don't know. Like in all honesty, I think if, if you went and asked the churches, people in the, in the pews, did you know that, that the pastor had this meeting this week? Did you know that he went through this? Did you know that they told him that they won't know. They don't know anything. They don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. They don't, a lot of times they don't know what's going on behind closed doors. They don't even know yep. that you're, and not that we have to go share that. I mean, we shouldn't do that. You shouldn't be like standing in the pulpit and go, Hey, by the way, I had this meeting this week. And that guy said this and that guy said that. You know, <laughs> I mean, we want to, we want, want to, to. Yeah. you want to, yeah. but what I'm saying is the church a lot of times does, I think now this is my opinion. I just don't think they even know all that's going on. And so, so just, just keep on keeping on, look mm-hmm. to those good things, look to where the growth is happening, find that growth, talk to the Holy spirit, let him show you the good, like you said, the good that's happening. And, and then, you know, just be encouraged by that, reach out for some guys for fellowship, make sure you don't isolate yourself once you get hurt. Uh, yep. Um, but, but reach out, which, which is open. a big tendency. Yeah. Which is a big tendency, man. We, we tend to isolate ourselves because, I think we, we, you know, I mean, me, uh, I, I would isolate myself because I would like, well, nobody will understand. Mm. Yeah, man, we all understand. That's we right. all go through difficulties as pastors, as ministers. We all go through that. So we might not understand that situation that you're going through, but we have a similar situation on this backside that we can say, you know, hey, man, this is, I, I don't understand that point, but I understand what you're, what, this is what I went through. So, yeah. Well, I think I think sometimes too the reason maybe we don't is this just hit me is that I think sometimes it makes us feel like a failure. Uh, so Satan yeah. beats us down. So we feel like if we go into that meeting and they're pointing out all these things that may be our weaknesses. Like, I, you know, we talked about criticism, but you know, there's always a little bit of truth. And so you take you take that away, and you're like, man, I'm a failure. <clears throat> Satan's like trying to get at you, like you're a failure. You're no good. And so we get beat down, and so it almost like embarrasses us to share with other people because we feel like we're a failure. But then yeah. once you start sharing that, you're like, oh, no, let me tell you about. It. I had a meeting, same thing. You know, blah blah blah. They said this to me. I got you. Don't worry about it. This is what happened afterwards that this, you know, these people came up and like, pastor, thanks for all that you do. You know what I mean? And so, so let, let those people encourage you, but you're, you're not a failure. You're not, you know, just because you have these meetings and there's church hurt or something like that doesn't mean that you're a failure um, at all. Um, I I agree with you from the top. It just means that I think there's just unsaved people or unspiritual people. Yeah. They're just trying to tear you down and they want to, they want to show power. They want to show that they're in control. Um, and God is, we're not even in control. God is. Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, And so as, as we walk through these things though, it's also a testimony as we walk through this hurt, it's a testimony, not only to our church members, to our fellow pastors and, and showing them the faithfulness of God in your life. Um, and so as you walk through it, we're hurt. Like for real, yeah. Um, but we can also see some fruit from it. You know that James one. You know mm. um, that that you know we endure produces maturity, and uh, we can have joy. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, too, when, when you go through those hurts, learn from them. You know, I think we've talked about that in, in previous podcasts of saying, you know, hey, I've learned from that. You know, am I am I focusing on self or am I focusing on the Lord? Um, you know, because only he can get me through all that with with, you know, with seeking him. And man, I think that's that's a big key. You, I think I you agree. hit the nail on the head with that one. I yeah. agree. So we're here. We're here for you. Uh, we're with you. We're in your corner. I, I'm I'm assured if you're going through this right now that there's guys around you. If it's us, that's great. We're here for you. But there might be some other pastors around you, um, guys in your association, guys near you that are, are definitely there to help you as well. Um, and be encouraged. I know you may be feeling beat down. Um, Satan may be trying to wedge his way in, but don't let him. You're doing good. You're doing well. You're doing the right thing. You're being obedient. You're following the Lord. And as we've studied, the scripture, God always wins. Amen. And so you're on the right That's, side. You're on the you're yep. doing if you're doing what God wants, you're on the right side. That's so right. we're here That's for right. you. We appreciate you, Pastor, Minister. Um, and again, thank you uh, for listening. And and uh, if you need anything, anytime, you give us a shout. We're here for you. We want to encourage you, even in the midst of church. <laughs>